any creative pursuit that has success attached to it or that kind of level of genius comes from being in this space of curiosity and taking risks creatively with no attachment to the outcome. Just allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing yourself to experiment with new ideas and allowing for that spontaneity. Hello and welcome to episode five of Get The Idea podcast. Before we jump into this week's episode, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for being here, for downloading, subscribing and sharing. I've been so surprised by the response, even in these really early phases of launching the podcast, where I feel like I'm just stumbling through these episodes to hear that people are really getting value from them. Just really means the world. So thank you. And today I want to talk to you about this idea of practice over perfect. So if you desire to become more of a creative person and you know you're here to bring something more to the world than you already have, or you might already have an idea and you just don't know where to start, or maybe even if the idea is there yet, but you know in your heart there's something more you need to express in this lifetime, but for whatever reason, you're not taking action towards it. I want you to practice becoming the person that does that thing. Practice becoming a person that takes action on their dreams and be all the things that you want to be. And the reason why I want you to try doing this is because practice trumps perfection. A lot of the time we don't start something we do start something and then we stop not long after that because we don't feel like what we're doing is good enough and our perfectionist tendencies start to come out. But by calling it practice, it just takes the pressure off. And it's such a powerful reframe because it feels so much better to say to yourself, this is something new that I'm practicing and I'm going to play around with this idea. This is what I've been doing to keep me going as I'm practicing podcasting right now because it's totally new and uncomfortable. I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm trusting that I'm getting better and better because I'm doing it and not just thinking about it. And I know that it's in the action of the doing that obliterates those thoughts of doubt. Seth Godin talks about how everybody in the beginning when they're trying something new is an imposter because they've never done it before. And anybody that tries something new will say, oh, I'm struggling with imposter syndrome. And rather than denying that and pushing that away, it's really powerful just to say, yeah, I am an imposter. Yeah, I haven't done this before. And I'm going to feel like an imposter until I don't, until I get to a point where I've practiced this so many times that it just feels like second nature to me and I'm no longer an imposter, I'm more in my power. So when we use words like practice and play, we give ourselves permission to fuck it up. We can give ourselves space to reflect on it without judging it. We can take a step back and try something and be like, "Mm, that was interesting, but I didn't really like that or that didn't feel right, I might try it this way next time. Or I might do it that way next time because that felt good or I won't do that again. But you don't know all of this information until you try, until you start to take action. A lot of times when we want to do something, we sit there and these ideas stay stuck in our heads. 
because we're thinking about them, we love the idea of them, we get excited about them, but then we just mull them over in our heads and we want our minds to figure it all out before we take action so that we feel safe enough. It's like the moment we become adults, everything needs to be so serious and so planned out and safe. And of course, it makes sense because with adulthood comes responsibilities. And we all have bills to pay and we have families. But actually, we have to not buy into that. Because if we want to live a creative life, especially if you are like myself, to just turn 40 and want to try something new, we have to go through this process of rediscovering different parts of ourselves, different parts that we might have pushed away for such a long time for fear of trying it. And when we open ourselves up to rediscovering those parts of ourselves, that's where you find fun and unpredictability. And that's where all the synchronicities live. And just allowing yourself to be curious. I think curiosity is a good one, actually. Because children, if you watch children play, or just be just the way they are in the world, they're so curious, as lots of things are brand new to them. And we kind of lose that as we get older. But we too can find that curiosity in adult life too by exploring this unknown, by going back into this space, by unleashing our creativity again. Any creative pursuit that has success attached to it or that kind of level of genius comes from being in this space of curiosity and taking risks creatively with no attachment to the outcome, just allowing yourself to be vulnerable and allowing yourself to experiment with new ideas and allowing for that spontaneity. In this whole process, in this journey, you need to practice. You need to practice being vulnerable. And a big part of that is training your nervous system to be okay with that. Being okay with the judgment that comes up. And usually in the beginning, because we keep our creative projects so close to our chest, the judgment is not even from other people. It's self-judgment. When we create something new, you need to develop tools to manage the emotions that come up. So when things aren't going to plan or when we don't like what we're creating, we immediately start to judge it. Managing our emotions is 99% of the battle and your success in life is directly connected to the level that we can manage those emotions that come up. Practice this. Practice managing your emotions. Maybe you make that the winning result from your creative pursuit and take the pressure off the actual end goal. Because the thing is, when you start this creative process, the end goal kind of changes all the time anyway, because it's a process, it's unpredictable. And just through going through it, that might change you. You might start a business and it's one thing, and then you get into the process of it and you open up the gates of creativity and all of these other ideas come in, and then it turns into something completely different. So by taking action, you learn how to navigate through those tough emotions. You learn how to navigate through those feelings of vulnerability and through the feelings of embarrassment. Maybe if you have to share something with people and they don't like it or whatever, and you learn how to navigate that and be okay with that because all these feelings, they, they will come up, the self-doubt will come up. And when we learn how to hold them and be with them, we develop. 
we change, we grow. We develop tenacity and resilience. We grow as a person. One of the biggest benefits from going through this process is realising that our success isn't built on how we're perceived or what people actually think and say about what you've created. The winning result from doing this is how much you grow as a person yourself. A great practice to support this management of emotions is yoga. And I taught yoga for 10 years, pretty much full time. And I learned a lot in that time about people, just holding space for people and witnessing them, showing up for themselves and facing their own emotions that came up for them in class. I learned from observing hundreds of different people over the years. Actually, we all have this well that we can tap into when things become challenging and that we're actually so much stronger than we think we are, but we don't know it until we face it. We learn about ourselves in the moment when we feel challenged. So the key is to create that space in which we can face those emotions that we are avoiding. That's the reason why we call yoga a yoga practice. You'll hear teachers say that. They say, enjoy your practice. Thanks for showing up to your practice because we're all practicing. We can't do all of the things in the beginning. We can't just walk into a yoga class and manage to touch our toes or put your foot over the back of your head unless you're very young or you have a gymnastics background. But most of us, we can't do those things. And you know what? That's a good thing because it humbles us. It brings us into the present moment and it teaches us that there's always something to strive for and that actually we're never done. We're always growing. There's always something new to discover about ourselves and that's life. So we can actually learn a lot in a yoga class or on a yoga mat. Something we often hear as yoga teachers, people will say, you know, I'd love to do yoga, but I'm not flexible enough, which is so funny because that's exactly the point. We practice yoga to become more flexible, to build strength and to practice, to get better. And actually, it's not about being able to touch your toes, although that's one of the goals. You know, you want to strive for that, to become more flexible and, and strong. But it's really about what you learn on the way down to being able to touch your toes. So this idea of practice is really, really important. When we become adults, we're expected to just be able to do things, skip the practice part. But it's the practice that creates the momentum. It's the practice that opens us up to play and discovery. It's the practice that encourages action and blows perfection completely out of the water. I saw a quote on Instagram the other day. It's another Elizabeth Gilbert one. And she said, perfectionism is just fear dressed up in fancy clothes. <laughs> Which is so funny because being a perfectionist is kind of touted as a positive trait. It's like, oh my God, I'm such a perfectionist. You know, you'll often hear it in job interviews when people are being interviewed and say, what's your worst trait? You know, oh, I'm just such a perfectionist. But actually, perfectionism is just fear. It means that you're not willing to put something out into the world as it is. You're not willing to show yourself to the world as you are. You just want to be perfect. You want to look perfect, you want to be perfect, and you know, none of us are. We're human beings, we're not perfect, and actually, that's what makes us beautiful. That's what people are craving nowadays, especially on social media. People 
a craving to see imperfections. We don't want to see this perfection all the time. You know, all these Instagram filters. It's just created this false reality of who we are. It's not just the filters. It's like what we choose to share in our lives. And then as a scroller, you're just scrolling through all this stuff. And you're just seeing a ton of positive things from people. And it's just not real. So face the fear. Get good at tolerating the discomfort of fear and all these emotions. Get good at managing your emotions by going to a yoga class. It's just like in the gym, actually. Growth is where the pain is. So if we do want to grow, we have to learn how to tolerate that pain that arises over and over again until we reach a new threshold. And then that becomes easier. And then we reach a new threshold, but we keep going by taking the actions. And then we push again. And this is how transformation happens. And there's no shortcut. There's no getting around that. You have to understand if you don't accept the pain that comes with growth and learn how to tolerate it, then you'll never change. So practice how to get good at tolerating yourself. Practice how to get good at those unwanted emotions that arise in the body. But where I'm repeating myself, or not today, but it's important have to repeat myself enough times so you know to start doing it because I believe that everything everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of that and we all hold this great potential and maybe right now you're listening and you're thinking no okay I get it maybe for other people but not for me I couldn't do that but for you maybe but again from this personal experience I had from watching all these people in yoga class they were able to tolerate themselves. They showed up for class. They were able to look at themselves in the mirror. They were able to hold a pose with all of these ugly emotions that come up and rise to the surface. I feel it too. Now when I'm going to the gym, I started doing something new. I started lifting weights in my 40s. I've never done that before. When I first went there, my arms were pathetic. No muscle strength whatsoever. And I felt stupid and I felt like, oh, I shouldn't be here and I shouldn't be doing this. But I made it through a class and I have some really lovely instructors and they're very encouraging and very supportive. And you need that too. And then you just keep going. You keep showing up, keep lifting the weights, you keep moving your body and then you get stronger. And then you get this amazing release when you come out of class. You're like, wow, I made it. I made it through. I did that. I feel so much better. And watching people as a teacher, seeing all of these different bodies, all these different people coming in and out of my classes, they were all capable of the same thing. They're all different, but the, the commonality, the thread that runs through all these people was the fact that they kept showing up. So anyone's capable of doing it. So just keep going, keep tolerating those emotions, tolerating those feelings, and you will have a breakthrough. Prove to yourself that you have the ability to do it because it's all about proving it to yourself. Your dreams and the fulfillment of your goals, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of that. As we come to the end of another episode, I want to remind you that the only way to make your dream a reality is through consistent action. You have to keep showing up and this is no easy task which is why I'm here three times a week inspiring you to align with your purpose 
act with intention and start making shit happen. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe and spread the love. Share it with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have an idea you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're interested in my coaching, I'm currently offering one-on-one online sessions. You can drop me an email at lisahorgan at pm.me to book a free introductory session. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thank you.